My new book is out on Audible, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. You can grab it right now. Here's what a user Thomas Lornaviticus said. Latka is the real deal, five stars. Hey, Nathan, I just listened to your podcast with JLD. You killed it. I saw your book earlier last week and thought, meh, I'll wait when Kindle costs $1.99 or whatever, as I have over 150 books to catch up with. But then I sensed that this book may have something I need right now. I bought it for full price, but didn't really start reading it. Then talking with JLD, you mentioned that the strategies may not work if you wait. And that's so true. I read it. I'm feeling pumped to devour it even more. Thank you for sharing it all and kicking ass. Guys, all of you that listen to the podcast, you are the reason I wrote the book. SaaS CEOs, founders, entrepreneurs, go grab it today at capitalistbook.com. Especially if you like audio, go grab the audible version right now. Again, capitalistbook.com. Launched a marketplace back in 2013 as a side thing, then had some, quote, career turbulence in 2015, decided to go all in on the marketplace. Over that time period, he's moved the business from doing about five grand per month in revenue up to 30 grand per month in revenue today. He's taken churn from 3% and 12% in respective cohorts down to zero in both cohorts because he's really figured out how to deliver that value. He's got boot, he's bootstrapped, now serving 85 again marketing agencies, feeding them clients. That's his model with his team of four. He's full-time, three remote, uh, all, uh, uh, sorry, three part-time, all remote around the country. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is John Doherty. He's the founder of Credo. They take a high-touch approach to matching businesses with the right SEO and marketplace agencies and marketing agencies. Sorry. He's a, he has a decade in SEO, primarily on the largest sites on the internet. We'll jump into those in a second. He lives in Denver with his wife and their black Labrador Butterbean. All right, John, are you ready to take us to the top? Let's rock it, Nathan. All right. So tell me more about this. It sounds like you're a marketplace, huh? Yeah, we're a marketplace, but we're we're a high touch marketplace above uh, like an Upwork or a Fiverr. We take a we don't concentrate on the you know the smaller budgets, the two hundred dollars. I need four blog posts a month. We concentrate on the people that have three five k a month to spend on high you know high quality SEO, email marketing, Facebook ads, that sort of thing, and match them up with the agencies that can do that. Mm-hmm. And what's your cut? How do you make money? We so we have a dual uh, retainer plus commission model. So the agencies that we're sending work to directly pay us on a monthly retainer, um, various levels, and then they also pay us a percentage of all the work that they close. Okay, so in perpetuity, it, is the retainer aspect much like a SaaS model? Is it predictable and recurring, or no? One hundred percent. Okay, and which part of the business makes up more of your revenue? The marketing folks paying you that retainer, or the cuts you're taking from place jobs? Uh, right, it's. Uh, right now, it's definitely the retainers, um, okay. but the but the but the commission side is growing. Interesting. Um, if the retainers like end up getting big enough where it can underwrite your whole business, will you like eventually remove the commission to drive more usage of the marketplace or no? Uh, no, because uh, so with the way my business works, right? There are people that there are a lot of people that can only spend a couple hundred bucks on marketing, right? But there are a lot fewer that can spend three to five k that sort of thing. So we're never going to get that huge volume of 
uh, of people, right? So we necessarily need to have the commissions in there so that as the number of leads grows, we don't have to bring on more agencies to work with to send them more work. We can just keep sending the same agencies more work and make more money from it at the same time. Interesting. What is the, I mean, give me a sense of the size of your retainers. Are we talking a grand a month, 10 grand a month? What are they paying on average? They're anywhere from 500 a month to $2,000 a month. Okay, got it. And would you say 500 is a fair average if I forced you to pick an average? Most of them are around 500. Okay, got it. Um, let's get more of the backstory here. So when did you launch this? So I launched it uh, almost five years ago as a side project and went full-time on it two and a half years ago when I got uh, I experienced some career turbulence and got laid off from my last job. Yeah, that's a very creative way to say you got laid off. Career, well, <laughs> exactly. career turbulence. All right. Career turbulence. All right, so five years ago, 2013, you did this, then you got laid off, and two years ago, you went all in. Um, you know, marketplaces like this are really tough. How did you get the first agency paying you a retainer when you didn't have any jobs yet? Yeah, really tough. So I actually didn't start on the retainer model. I actually started as a pay-per-lead model. Uh, so I had a lead come in that was perfect for a buddy that runs an agency in Utah. And I basically sent it to him and said, hey, would you be willing to pay 50 bucks for this lead? And he goes, yeah, what's your PayPal? Three minutes later, I had 50 bucks my PayPal account. I sent the lead to him. He closed him as a client. And I went and bought a domain name and threw up a you know crappy WordPress site on some shared hosting I had. Interesting. And that's the whole story. That's the that's the beginning story. I mean, I've been through a lot of other business models since then. When I went uh, when I went full time on it two and a half years ago, I was on the model of when they closed work, then we would get paid a commission. Of course, at that point, I'm taking on all the risk. So then I moved to a straight retainer model. So I actually didn't start doing monthly, you know, monthly recurring charges until we had a good volume of leads coming through the through the yeah. platform. The commission structure is tough in a marketplace because look, I'm like a good guy, but there are times where I've found someone through one of these sites and then just we get connected on Skype or email and before you know it, like I don't even realize it, but it's just easier for me to pay them via PayPal. And then I'm not even going through a marketplace and the marketplace don't, can't even track the commission. I mean, how do you deal with that? So we, we don't actually, they don't actually pay the agencies through our platform. Um, at this point. So we make the connection. We're a middleman and that we're making the connection between the client and the agency. The client signs the contract directly with the agency and then we treat the agency as our customer. And so we catch up with them every month. You know, are you still working with these five clients? Did these three close? Okay. And so your commission is to that you owe to Credo is why? Well, I hate saying this, but like, why would they tell you? Because if they don't tell me, then I stop sending them over $10,000 a month of potential work. Okay, but can't so they work? Can't they just work with that person that you already found them directly? Then moving like outside. This is the big marketplace issue, by the way. People move out of the marketplace. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to figure out how you handle that. Totally. So, I mean, we, right now it's it's a it's an honor based system. I mean, we're not working with a thousand different you know agencies sending them work. Right. We have basically 15 that we directly send work to um, on an ongoing basis. And so we're I mean, there there are customers. We're basically like an agency to them doing lead generation for them. I see. Um, and so, you know, if they cut us out, and I've only had that happen one time in the last five years I've been running this business. And basically I just removed them from the platform and stopped sending work to them. Got it. Okay. That makes sense. Cause we're in touch with both sides, the agency and the client. So if the client, so if the agency tells us we stopped working with this client, we ping the client and say like, Hey, we heard you stopped working with them. How did it go? And they'll tell us if, you know, and, and, and they're like, actually, no, we're still working together. Account. What are they talking about? Literally I had it happen where I emailed them. They're like, what are you talking about? We just paid them yesterday. That's so funny. Okay. So you got 15 customers, 500 bucks a month. You're doing what about 7,500 bucks a month right now? Well, so that's 15, uh, well, that is, no, so, so they're not all paying me $500 a month, that side of the business. So I have about, I have 10 or 11 that are paying me $500 a month. Okay. I have another 
three that are paying me seven fifty a month, and then I have three more that are paying me two thousand dollars a month. Okay. So it basically comes out to about thirteen grand a month of just that. That's great. Then I have some others that are on a smaller amount. Um, you know, I'm not saying them as much work, but basically they want to be given direct recommendations. So they're paying me anywhere from a hundred to three seventy five a month. Um, and then I have annual people on the platform as well that just pay consultants pay three hundred dollars for a directory listing for the year. Agencies pay seven hundred dollars. And we're adding three to five of those a month. So make it simple for me. What did you do total last month in revenue? Last month, total minus my consulting, we did $23,000. What do you mean minus your consulting? I also do some SEO consulting, which oh. adds amount to that as well. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so but minus your- software platform, $23,000 last okay, month. Okay, and how many people are paying you something? Uh, 85 or so have paid me this year. Got it, yeah. So if you got 85 people, you're doing about, again, 2,300, or sorry, 23,000 bucks per month. If I divide 85 into that, the average person's paying you about 250, 260 bucks a month. Yep. That's about Interesting. Right. And are you, um, this is the majority of your business model right now. I mean, what, I mean, how much money are you doing just through the commission side? The commission side is, uh, about, about a third of that. So about okay. eight grand a month, something like bad. that. So 30 grand a month yeah. total. And, and we've launched that model back in October. So it's only been in for like four or five months. Okay. So g- give me, I want to understand more about the makeup of the company. So is it just you or what's your team look like? So it's me and I have three part-time people. So I have a uh, customer success person, basically a sales exec that handles when someone comes in, she gets them on the phone. What do they need? Who are they? How do they make money? What do they need? And then gets them introduced to the right agencies um, and then does the whole follow-up you know, through to close. Um, I have a part-time developer. She's based in Chicago. I have a part-time developer in Ohio. And then I have a sale or a, an admin assistant slash ops person here in Denver where I am as well. That's great. Okay, so four folks, a remote team. Tell me more about acquiring these customers. I mean, are you paying to acquire these people that start paying you? And what's your CAC if so? We pay very little to acquire them. So my background is SEO, content marketing, the organic sides of marketing. So most of our, these these uh, clients looking to hire an agency come through SEO. Half of them come through SEO. Um, like what and- search term typically? I mean, anything from like, so we rank pretty well in the long tail. So like uh, B2B SaaS SEO agency or SaaS SEO agencies, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so, so so those sorts of like direct um, conversion related ones, right? We're just almost on the first page for like, like SEO consultants, SEO agencies, right? You have top 31 SaaS marketing agencies, top 44. So you're doing, list, you're doing very good in the listicle space, but Foxtail marketing's giving you a run for your money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. We're competing against these individual agencies, right? So some people want to go to an individual agency and they'll go to them through search. But if they want help finding, you know, the right fit for them, because Foxtail might not be right for them. Right. Yeah. Um, By the way, this is a, a competitive space. I I'm, I'm rarely see four ads at the top of a search term that's this long tail. There are literally four ads for B2B SaaS SEO agency. This is crazy. Super, super competitive. Why that's is it why so, I went to the long tail? Why is it so competitive? Because you can make so much money with it. You can make so much money with SEO consulting, right? I, I often joke that like, if I was smart, I'd actually sign all of these leads into clients myself and just make a lot more money and build out an agency. Um, yeah, you, but, know, you know why SaaS is so competitive? It's because all you VCs listening right now, you pump so much money into these SaaS companies. You know what they do? They go throw it. I mean, well, not always, but they usually throw it away on sh- just crap spend. They don't know if it's going to work. Now, you're a difference. You know, John's a good guy, right? So we're going to say nice things about John, but they have, they have so much money to spend, right? Yeah, totally, yep. totally. But but the challenge as well is that a lot of SaaS companies, you know, even if they get to like 35 or 40 people, they, they've been focusing so much on like engineering product 
um, that sort of thing that they don't even have a marketing team in place. And their founder probably isn't a marketer either. So they actually, it's actually a challenge to help them find the right agency because if it's the founder that's holding the, the budget strings, they hold it, they hold everything so close to the chest, right? You hold stuff close to the chest in your business. I hold it close to the chest in my business. So I get it. I understand it. Um, but you know, the, the, especially like the SaaS companies we help out best are the type that have a director of marketing, a VP of marketing, um, something like that, that gets the different channels and gets where to invest budget in order to see growth. Let me ask you a question. So one of the things that I started building out is gitlatka.com. It's basically a database that is auto generated from these interviews they do with B2B SaaS founders. And yep. for, <clears throat> for many of these companies, that page on gitlatka is ranking number one when someone searches, you know, Infusionsoft plus revenue or a company I've interviewed plus the word revenue or customers. That's Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out though how to make that a formula. So it only I only have maybe the first spot for five percent of the companies. I'm trying to figure out how to build a system to make it so that we have the first spot for every company. What would you recommend? Do you have individual individual pages for each one of them? Um, I believe so. We have like individual company pages. Okay, gotcha. So one thing you could think about is if you're just trying to show their revenue, even doing individual pages for that. So for example, like, you know, getlatka.com slash credo slash revenue, right? In which case that page is specifically targeted towards, you know, getcredo.com revenue. Um, so, so that's one approach. Um, I mean, the, the other approach is uh, there are a bunch of things you could do on your site, building out categories and that sort of stuff just to get them all indexed. I think you have infinite scroll on that page, if I'm correct. I do, yeah, Which on that probably page. means that most of them are not being indexed unless you have pagination in, in the head of your page. Interesting. So that could be a way just to get them all indexed, you know, in ranking. Interesting. That's super helpful to understand. Yeah, I'm being very selfish here, but I, my thought process is if you can own the number one spot for any business person or an investor looking up another company, that's a valuable position to be in. The CEOs want to keep that page updated and then you create a little network. 100%. And I do that with the agencies and you know consultants on my platform as well in that they all have a public profile that's indexable. They can get reviews on there. And for most of the agencies, if you search their brand name, I rank number two or three with review stars in their search result. Interesting. So, so it's their first name and then it's, you know, maybe their Facebook page or something. And then it's their credo listing that has like, you know, four stars, five stars or whatever, drawing the user's eye. And so I'm getting some of that branded traffic as well, which they're okay with because I'm basically helping them convert better because they have a good, you know, listing with review stars and such. It's the same as Facebook or something like that. That's interesting. Well, I'd love to do like some kind of like paid game with you where I give you a list of like 30 <laughs> companies I really want to rank first for that right now I only rank like number four or five for. And then I'll pay you like a prize, a cash amount for everyone you get to like the first, the number one spot in the next six months. That'd be super fun. That would be a lot of fun. And then you come back on the show and we tell everyone how we did it. Yeah, totally. All right. After the show, email me. Let's figure that out. That'd be fun. Sounds like a plan. All right. Okay. Sorry. I got selfish there for a second. Back to you. Um, Churn. Are you losing customers? Not anymore. Okay. Uh, used, used to be. We actually, we changed the business model from, it was more of a, a true marketplace and that a lead would come in. And then I had this whole like custom email system that would email it out based off of, uh, you know, what they needed and their budget and that sort of thing to, to uh, people within the, the marketplace and then they could reply. They had a certain like lead cap they could contact, um, but it didn't really work because uh, for, for multiple reasons. One is if you're spending three, five grand a month, you you need to have a much deeper like consultative effort. It's a much more consultative sales process than someone you know saying like, oh yeah, I'll you know try this out for two hundred dollars a month, right, for four blog posts. Um, so that didn't really work. And then agencies as well, they're having they were struggling to close the work because they're basically having to do cold outreach to these people. Right. And saying like, hey, I'm so and so from this agency would love to chat with you about your project as opposed to us saying like client meet person at agency. You should talk to them because of X. So what, what was your churn when it was really bad? How, what, how many percentage points? 
so on my on my highest level at that time, which was three seventy five a month, it was like it was like three percent month on month. Okay. Um, at my lowest level, which was a hundred dollars a month, it was about twelve to thirteen percent every month. And what's month. it now? Zero. Zero. Okay. So no you brought, you brought them down. Yeah. That's great. That's good. You got a good kind of correlation set up between what you're giving them and what they're sticking for. So that's great. Um, exactly. In terms of funding, you bootstrapped this or you raised? Completely bootstrapped. 100%. I love that. And what are you growing at year over year? You're doing about 30 grand today. Take me back 12 months. What were you doing? 12 months ago, I was at about 13. Okay. Um, and 12 months before that, I was at four. Okay. That's great. So December of 2015, you're doing about 4k per month. Go forward 12 months, yep. December 16, 13k, December 2017, which was a couple months ago, you're doing call it 20 ish K or maybe 25. Now you're up to 30. Yep. That's great. All right. All right. Yep. Um, that's great. And now what last question here on economics before we wrap up, what do you assume these customers are worth to you over their life? That's a great question. I don't have, uh, an awesome answer to it. I mean, like, uh, so when a client comes in and it's, you know, it, it's conversion rates, right? So we we convert people into a lead and then we get them on the phone and then we introduce them and then a percentage of those actually close with the agency. So I don't have a fantastic idea yet simply because the commission model is still so new um, of what a signed contract is actually worth to us. Yep. Um, an agency on the platform is probably worth uh, somewhere around, every agency that we're directly sending work to is probably worth somewhere around ten to $15,000 a year right now. Yep. That makes sense. All right. Let's wrap up here, John, with the famous five. Number one, what's the last business book that you read? Last business book that I read was actually the four hour work week. I reread it about every four to six months. That's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, Spencer Raskoff of Zillow. I used to work for him and I, I still respect him a ton. Number, th by the way, are, are they going to survive with, uh, with Mr. Uh, Redfin moving in? Oh yeah, they'll be great. They're, right. they're a solid company. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Uh, Stripe, no question. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight and a half to nine. That's good. And situ what's your situation? Married, single, you have kiddos? Married with a big dog. A big dog, good, yeah. Oh, what was the name? Butterbean, right? His name is Butterbean, yeah. I love 100 that. 100-pound Black Lab Great Dane. He's That's awesome. That's crazy. Okay, and how old are you? I am 33 years old. All right, last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Uh, I wish my 20-year-old self had started writing code earlier. Start coding earlier. There you guys have it from John. Launched a marketplace back in 2013 as a side thing, then had some, quote, career turbulence in 2015. Decided to go all in on the marketplace. Over that time period, he's moved the business from doing about five grand per month in revenue up to 30 grand per month in revenue today. He's taken churn from 3% and 12% in respective cohorts down to zero in both cohorts because he's really figured out how to deliver that value. He's got boot, he's bootstrapped, now serving 85 again. Marketing agencies feeding them clients. That's his model with his team of four. He's full time, three remote, uh, all uh, uh, sorry, three part time, all remote around the country. So, John, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Nathan, thank you.